Snap Tackle Pod with a shout out. Our first ever shout out on Snap Tackle Pod. It's the third episode um, in in our existence, and we're giving a shout out to the Harmon Hawks, Dion Clisso, uh, because what they they got to win. They got to win first since 2015. That's like four years ago. Yeah, it is. You know, Stephen Jackson. One thing I could say about their administration is Stephen Jackson does a good job uh, with that program. Now that doesn't sound like much when you're talking about a team that hasn't won a game in four years. But uh, he, he's a Blue Valley guy. He's been there the whole run. Um, does a fantastic job with those kids. They've struggled with numbers for so long. Um, you know, their, their soccer teams are really good. Um, yeah. In terms of football players in their school, they're at a disadvantage. But they go and they beat Turner 35 to nothing this week. Good for them. Uh, you know, tough on Turner. I mean, it's a tough loss for them. Yeah. But, but, hey, maybe but, things are – But Turner's are, won in the yeah, last 40 yeah. years. Yeah, so now, you know, you kind of get that, that squad off the – off that list, now Bishop Ward's kind of the next one uh, looking for their first win in, a, in How, many years. It's been a while for them, too. Maybe 13. They haven't had a win in 13 years? No, no, 2013. Oh, 2013. That's still a long that's time. That's still a long time. Oh, so, wow. And that's t- that's another uh, community that struggles with just pure numbers. That's the problem. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's a numbers it, game. It's a numbers Football game. Is, yeah. And, and you know, there's talent at Harmon. Uh, it's just if you're, you know, if you've got a, a, a community that's more soccer based because they yeah. have a lot of his, Hispanics there, and, and, it's, that, the and same season. It, it's the same season, and, and you don't have the numbers, and and they're very good at soccer. They've won soccer yeah. state championships, so uh, that's that's just one of those things. And, and and you see different communities have different likes in terms yeah. of their games, and and good for Harmon. That's uh, that's good to see. The the K the KCK schools have gotten steadily better in pockets the last few yeah. years, and hopefully that trend will continue. Uh, so there was our first ever shout-out on Snap Crackle, Snap Tackle Pod. Uh, welcome <laughs> to the show. I'm shocked it's, that's it's the first mouthful. time we I, when, I, when I came up with the name, I'm like, oh, it's so creative, and now I try to say it, and like, that was stupid. Should have just called it the High School Football Podcast, because that's what this is. Welcome to it. <laughs> Dion Clisso of PrepsKC.com. Mick Schaefer, 41 Action News here, uh, talking about high school football in the Kansas City area. We are two weeks in from Missouri, one week in for Kansas. Uh, we we appreciate you being here, and we appreciate Rockers and Blue Springs, a rivalry that <laughs> rarely disappoints. I can't, I mean, I can't think of back. I can't remember a blowout or a dud of a game, and once again, just another classic last Friday night. Yeah, you know, it's the first half, Blue Springs jumps out to a 14 nothing lead, and uh, my partner Brian Johnson was at the game, and he's like, yeah, they're leading, but I don't know if they're going to score anymore on that. Yeah. On the, it was a ten nothing, and he goes, I don't know if they're going to score anymore on that defense. I don't, I don't think it's going to happen. And that stayed that way for a long time, and then it was ten uh, seven, and or it was fourteen ten at the half, and they go in the second half, they get a field goal to make it seventeen to ten, and then rockets the ball back about two minutes left, mm-hmm. and they just kind of go down the field on them, score with twenty five seconds left in the game, they go for two. Why don't you kick it? I think you go for two right there. You just say, hey, look, I, I don't know if they. Defensively, I think they like what they were doing, but Rockhurst offensively struggled most of the game, and maybe they just felt like from twenty five in. They were going to be outmanned. Here's something that hmm. that it's been a talk. Blue Springs is really deep. When somebody walks off the field, the guy who walks in next to him, his backup is probably just as good. Yeah. They've just got good numbers and good depth, uh, and their offensive line is really good. Now they struggle in the second half. There's no doubt they did get that long drive and get the field goal, uh, but it was it was one of those things to where I don't know if Severino just said, "Hey, we're here. We've been moving the ball. Let's go right now." I mean, they've got a great kicker. I mean, they, they, he kicked yeah. like a 40-some yarder before half. Yeah. So that, that was You've been down all game. You've been down all game. I've got a theory on this. I, I think it's 
Seb's in his 50th year of coaching, and he's just going to go for it. It's his well, final and, year, and he's going to say, hey, let's do this. And, and, you know, I've talked to a lot of coaches, and especially in the last 10 years we've been doing this, and the idea of going for two, sometimes people are like, well, kick the extra point, go to overtime. And, and sometimes if you've been down big and you come back, then that maybe is the thing. But if it's a close game and you feel like, hey, I don't know if we can stop them or, you know, let's go and win it right here. And I had a coach tell me, and this has been a while ago, Kevin Bryant at East Buchanan, they went for two against West Platte in a big rivalry game like about eight years ago. And he said, I just looked at my kids and said, you're my best guys. Go win the football two game. Two and a half yards. Two and a half yards. yards. Let's go win the football game. Yeah. If you don't, you give your best effort. If we don't, we'll come back and get it the well, next week. And a lot of coaches, too, they've got one, two, three, maybe more plays in their pocket that mm-hmm. they are very confident in, that they feel like, okay, 95% of the time this play is going to work or, or 90% or, or, or whatever it is. And maybe that's that's that was the case with, with seven. And just kind of hearing the call, I haven't, I, I didn't see the highlight yet. It sounded like the Blue Springs kid came came up and made a, made a well, play. Well, and their defense had been, passing game-wise, that their defense had been doing a really good job on the backside. Uh, their linebackers had all game long, and they made a play there. They made a great call defensively and and, and made a play. And, and it's funny, you know, the, call, the going for two, the Phil Light, Staley comeback in the state yep. championship game. That that game right there is one of those, and, and it's become legendary just in the sense of how that game unfolded and how they were going to, that you know, Pattonville was driving in that game. It was tied, and they were going to let Pattonville score because they needed to get the ball back. And so they Pattonville throws a ball over the middle about the fifteen yard line. They missed two tackles. Yep. And the guy goes in and score. And Phil said, "No, we were going for two. Didn't matter what." He goes, "We weren't going to overtime." He goes, "I wasn't even playing that game." Mm-hmm. And so he's like, "We're." He goes, "I told the kids we're going to score yeah. and make a two point conversion. And get out of here." And that's what they. That's what I'm saying. It becomes legendary. It's yeah. It's one of those things that, like, as a broadcaster, I broadcast that game and and I was able to say a few things that actually happened. And I said, "I appreciate it when they make you look smart." Coaches love it when they say we're going to do this, and then the mm-hmm. kids go out and do it because it makes them yeah. look like geniuses. I can, I can remember a Shawnee Mission East. I think it was maybe um, a Lathan North yes. game, a semifinal, semifinal game. game several years ago where Dustin Delaney went for two. Yeah, he said they, and it they played a couple overtime. It was in the second overtime, and he said that they were second. They were going for two the whole way. They weren't going to hang out there. And then there was, I think, there was a Blue Valley Shawnee Mission East game where they they didn't get the two. <laughs> so there's a lot of that going. I mean, it's it's fun. That was just a classic. Blue Springs Rockers game. I had a coach in the area call me on Saturday. He goes, he goes, what was that? I said, I listened to the second half, man. I said that was just football. Yeah, there was no, there was no. Let's chuck it around thirty-five times. And don't be wrong, I love watching you know four wide receivers and, yeah. and guys wide open running. That was just suck it up, <laughs> hit somebody, play some defense, run the ball, make a play, football, and yep. the, you know that is the last official regular season game between Sunny Severino and Kelly Donahoe. That being God, give said, give us another in the playoffs. They give us another could meet one, man. in the state championship game. Uh, there's no doubt about that. They're on the opposite side of the bracket. Uh, Blue Springs may have a little easier path. Um, CBC and Desmet yeah. are on the other yeah. side for Rockhurster, Park Hill, or at least Summit West, or anybody out of the Kansas City area. Blue Springs matches up with like Rockbridge and Kirkwood. I think they're better than those teams. So it was a great it was a great week of football, and and uh, I think it's a fitting way they gave. Did you see what they gave him? No, they gave him a plaque and a purple and gold cane. That's great. At, half, at, at, at the middle, gold, of, at the middle of the field before the game. <laughs> That's hilarious. <laughs> so yeah, it was it was pretty it was a pretty neat deal and and it, and a game that lived up to the moment and that's that's all you can ask for. Uh, it, it is, and it is. It's a, it's a game that never disappoints. So uh, well done, Kelly and uh, and Sev. Hope uh, hopefully we see you guys again here in the playoffs. Um, one more time before Sev calls it a career. All right, um, we're off and running. Kansas and Missouri. Kansas one weekend. Uh, Missouri two. So week three and week two coming up. 
There are 2-0 teams out there. There are 0-2 teams out there, Dion. Give me your surprise 2-0 team. Obviously, it's going to be on the Missouri side. Surprise 2-0 team, a team that when you looked at the schedule um, said, hey, it's, it's just too much. Or maybe when you looked at their roster, you're like, they're, they're not beating anybody. Who's, who's 2-0 out there that, that should shock the world? Well, I'm going to start with Winnetonka. You know, they, they go into a game with St. Joe Benton, a pretty even team. They played each other pretty evenly last year. They won that game last year. It's the only game they won. And they, they go they do a really good job against Benton in week one. Then they turn around and get Raytown South in week two. They were Raytown South's only win last year. Wow. So, I mean, it, you know, and then they, they handled Raytown South, who had just beaten Fort Osage the week before. So they've before. doubled their win total. Yeah, they've doubled their win total. I mean, it's going to get tougher for them. They're in there with Green Valley and Smithville and Kearney and Platte County. And they get in the conference. It's going to, but Benny Palmer, their coach, has done a good job of just kind of building that program and building enthusiasm in that program. And it's good to see them get two wins. A couple of them on the outskirts. Uh, Cameron is 2-0. and They played a couple KC Mo schools. So mm-hmm. they've taken advantage of that and, and won some games. They've struggled. They were they, A couple years ago, they ended up three or four year losing streak. What are they, and, like class three, class two? They're class they? three. They, okay. they, they bump it. you got to keep your eye on them because they oh, bump back do, yeah. and forth. And if you go even further out east in Missouri, Carrollton, and this is I'm appealing to the people who paid attention to high school football 20-plus years ago. Because I've covered football in this town for almost 20 years, and I don't remember ever going to Carrollton <laughs> or calling one of their games or anything well, like that. About 20 years ago, they were pretty good in Class 3 when the MRVC was just all one league, and they battled Oak Grove and Odessa and Lexington and all those schools every year. Stan Key was their head coach. Uh, they've fallen on hard times. They're now a Class 1 school. Wow. And they beat Westran, who's a perennially ranked, if not top two or three Class 1 school this past week. And um, so they're now 2-0. and And they're ranked for the first time uh, as long as I've been doing rankings. I mean, it's probably 20 years if they were still doing rankings back then. So Carrollton and Cameron. And Carrollton's got a good shot. They've, they're going to go into their league, and they're going to play Lafayette County. Holden's really good. Uh, Nob Noster is better, so that league is better than it's been. Lexington's been good, so that that league is actually better than it's been for the on the outskirts. So, I know we don't, you know, we got some metro teams here um, that that are off the two and zero starts. You know, North Kansas City's taking care of their business; they're two and zero. Yep. Um, Liberty North, I think, if you you thought they were going to lose to to Lee Summit North in Week One, that's a two and zero team. Park Hill, the same way they thought they were going to lose, and they're playing each other this week, and that's a, that's a good matchup. We'll, right we'll there. talk about that yeah. game coming up here on the Remax Big Three. I can't wait for that one. Um, but, yeah, so, okay, on the flip side, then, we have our 2-0 teams. There are a lot of 0-2 teams out there, a lot of teams with expectations that maybe haven't lived up to them yet. Who's the 0-2 team out there that you thought would have at least one win by now? Maybe two. Well, there's two of them. Belton is one. Uh, yeah. Belton is, I mean, Belton kind of gets a slow start, it seems like, sometimes, and then they play really well uh, down the stretch, and you don't want to play them in the postseason. Uh, they're 0-2. They lost to Ruskin in week one. Uh, and you know that's a that's a team that just I th- I felt they would be a little better. Fort Osage they lose to Raytown South in Week One. I didn't expect them to beat Lee Summit West in Week Two. So those are two teams that were deep in the playoffs last year, and they're looking at trying to figure out where they're going to find wins. So you know those are you know th- there's some other teams like William Christmas, but you know they opened with North Kansas City and Blue Springs. Mm-hmm. Truman opened with you know Staley, and and so it's and then Liberty North. So and there's teams that you knew they were going to be owing yep. to, but. But Belton and, and and Fort Osage right off the right off the bat are ones that I thought they'd be a little better. And uh, that Raytown South Fort Osage loss is is the one that stands out to me. And then and then Ruskin, which good for Ruskin, that's a great win for them to get a win in Week One against Belton. So those are two teams that really mm-hmm. generally are not zero and two at this point. Um, surprise one and one team. I'm joking. No, uh, <laughs> we won't think you get Park, that deep in the weeds. Oak Park, <laughs> but they they were one and one last year, so they, they beat Raytown okay. two years in a row. There we go. You had an <laughs> and then Ray, for and then Raytown because they lost Oak Park again this okay. year. <laughs> it was fourteen to seven last year, coming off a big one over Blue Spring South, and this year they lost thirteen to seven. Wow. 
So uh, they, at least they're consistent. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> high school football, man. Games repeat themselves a lot of times yeah, it's in amazing. high school football. All right, uh, Remax Big Three this week. Let's uh, jump back over to the Kansas side. We'll start with the Sunflower State. You've got Lawrence at Shawnee Mission East. Uh, that's on Thursday. Lancers took one on the chin in Gardner last week. Yeah, they got run all over. Yeah. Um, and that's you know, their defense has been the underrated thing that they've done under Dustin Laney and Justin Hoover last year. Their defense has been really strong. That may say more about what Gardner's got going on right now. Um, they're really uh, a good team, and they've got some good players. Uh, in second year of Ryan Cornelson, uh, they've they've really kind of you know that the, the 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 surprise is off them, but now they're a second year in a system, yeah, which makes them even more dangerous. I, I'm curious in this game. Lawrence got a good win over Latha South. They've got a new quarterback who moved in. Then Trey Jackson, who played quarterback for them last year, is now playing receiver and D back. Real dynamic guy. I think that that having an athlete at quarterback and having Jackson move out to play receiver makes their offense go pretty well. And, and, and Steve Rampey's their coach. He knows a little bit about coaching. So you've got two. Been two, around the block. Been around the block. And, yeah. and so this is an early season game for both these teams. If, you know, Lawrence, you get a win over Shawnee Miss you're starting to feel pretty good about where you're going. And let's not forget, they go to the, they go to the west side of the yep. bracket. And, and that, that doesn't mean they're going to have to play Derby or Free State, at, you know, in the first week of the playoffs. They've got a chance to be in the right side of the – yeah, bracket and and there's some teams out there that they, they can pick off. So I mean, this is a, this could be a big step forward here for Lawrence Shawnee Mission East. You know, Sunflower League. You, I mean, Sunflower League titles kind of I don't want to say joke, but it's when you got 13 teams. And it's, it's such a fractured schedule. No, and it's Lawrence and Free State will play each other the last week of the season. It'll count as a conference game for Free State, but it yeah. won't count for Lawrence. Sometimes it won't. Yeah, <laughs> it's ridiculous, right? So, I, I, if they don't really care about it, then I'm not yeah. going to care about it. But no, Agreed. if you're if you're East, though, you want to start building some confidence and and, yeah. and get going because they've got some tougher games down the line, and 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 they want to get things put one in the right direction. Leagues are great to set schedules every year, and uh, that's, really yeah. nothing else. That's you know, unless you exist. unless you keep them in a manageable spot. That like the suburban conference does, where there's six or seven teams yeah. in each league, fourteen, and when you play eight regular season yeah, games, it's, it, I mean no. it's yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's a whole other podcast. Uh, <laughs> it, it is episode four of Snap Tackle and Pod. All right, uh, Mill Valley or rather Lansing at Baser Linwood. Uh, a couple uh, artists formerly known as the Ka Valley League uh, teams facing on Friday night in Baser. They got run over by Tongi uh, yeah, last Tongi, week. Tongi and Cooper Cunningham, 238 yards in the ground, three touchdowns. Yeah, this is – you with with Coach Troyer and Tonganoxy, that town, when they've got good seniors, they're good. And they've got good seniors, yeah, they got and they're pretty good. Uh, they're going to be somebody to watch in the Frontier League, I think, because they've got that – they play that style that will fit right in there. Baser's been so good under Rod Stahlbomber the last few years. Uh, you know, it's it's – it's not surprising that maybe they're taking a step back or maybe this was just a, a tough first game. Lansing got them last year by one point, and that was kind of a stunner to them. But then Baser took off after that point uh, and, and played really well. Lansing got a good win over Blue Valley Southwest. Last year they lost that game. So for Lansing, this is a chance to kind of go 2-0. and uh, Dylan Brown, their head coach, he's really got things moving in the right direction. I think their, their numbers are up. Uh, they they like what they're doing. You know, they're not that far removed from the new high school and the new stadium open up, mm-hmm. and, and that kind of brings a lot of enthusiasm uh, to that program. So, you know, this is just a good early season game. Like I said, they've, they've known each other. They play each other all the time because they were in the Call Valley together, and now they're in the UKC. But I think it's a fun one. I, you know, Baser is one of the underrated. If you want to go watch a high school football game, Baser-Linwood is one of the more underrated places in terms of, of going and watching a game. It's a good field. They turn out. That's uh, a good community. 
Um, I've seen a couple different playoff games there, seen some regular season games there, and it's one of those, in my 10 years of doing Preps KC and getting to know the Kansas side, it's become mm-hmm. one of my favorite places to watch a game. All right, uh, and then the final um, game on the Kansas side for uh, the REMAX Big 3 you can find on PrepsKC.com. He's got uh, a couple paragraphs on each game explaining the uh, the matchups. and Our what video, to, Our video what to look breaks them down. We've got some video there as well. We've got Mill Valley at St. James, or the Mill Valley against St. James at Bishop Miege. That's going to be on Friday night. Mill Valley, woof, 14-0 in the fourth quarter over Blue Valley West. They give up 28 points and lose that game. This is the segment where you get to break this I was gonna down. Say, I'll be it. your stringer at that game <laughs> if you want. I'll be at the stringer at the game at uh, Bishop Yates yeah, for I, uh, Mill Valley and St. James, and, and then and the Thunder rolled in uh, in Week One. Yeah, they they beat Blue Valley Northwest pretty easily, and you know last year I think that was their only regular season win for St. James. Uh, St. James is going to be better this year. Mill Valley, you know, you look at that and you go, "Wow, Blue Valley West got that win." I think, one, and we'll discuss more as the weeks go on, especially this week when when Blue Valley West plays Bishop Yates. That's a good football team. And they're getting better. Yeah, I, I think Mill Valley got tested a little bit more than they thought they were going to in Week One. I mean, you were there; you probably have a better yeah. statement on what. But they can't they can't sit there and feel sorry for themselves. St. James is a pretty good team, absolutely. Um, and, and the schedule doesn't get any easier no. for St. James or Mill Valley. No, they, got the, the the Miages and the Aquinases, the Blue Valley North, still still upcoming. This is a game for both these teams. You want to grab a win here? Yep, uh, yep. you do. And and secondly, you want to stay healthy. And you if you don't grab the win, get better. Yep. Uh, I mean, because you you got a tough run to come. And, but that being said, you know, when it comes down to it in 5A, these two teams are going to be hang- – you're going to see these yeah. two teams down. You know, there's going to be there's going to be Aquinas, but DeSoto's going to be around. The Valley's going to be around. They'll be like eight and nine seeds maybe, right? Yeah, <laughs> I mean, that's the thing. up a couple wins yeah, in the I mean, playoffs. Yeah, and, and St. James will be there. Uh, you know, it's it's – it's really a tight group. I mean, I think Lancey's going to have something to say about it this year, too, because I think they're a little bit better. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, if you're St. James and, and Mill Valley, what your regular season record is, you know, you want to win games. I'm not saying yeah. it's immaterial. You want to stay healthy and you want to get better yep. each week. That that being said, I, I know Mill Valley wants to get a win here now. Well, it's a rivalry game. And it's a rivalry yeah. game, too. And, and it's one of those things I say in my big three. It's like, and you've told me this as much as I've heard it around, but the these kids all kind of live in the same neighborhood. There's a lot of St. James kids that live right next to Mill Valley kids, <laughs> right around Mill Valley. Yeah, you bet it's just right down K7. So, yeah, it's definitely a rivalry game. It is. All right, uh, over on the Missouri side, we have Smithville and Grain Valley. Uh, Grain Valley, 2-0 and somehow because they've scored 20 points total. Yeah, and they've won their two games by a combined Five points. Smithville yet to give up a point. <laughs> Eighty-seven to nothing. Forty to nothing. <laughs> Forty-seven amazing. to nothing. And and you know it's the difference between these two teams. We'll find out this week. But you look on paper and you're like, well, Grain Valley is going to get trucked here. But the level of competition that they played is it's totally higher different. than Smithville. Yeah, yeah. I mean it, Savannah is a very good, tough, physical team, and Grandview's got speed. So they played two different types of teams. Where Smithville's kind of played the similar type team. They played St. Joe Central and then Ruskin. You know, a lot of athletes in those teams. And, and so it'll be interesting to see. The defense for Grain Valley has been a spot on their team in the last few years that they've struggled with just because they didn't have a lot of size, so mm-hmm. teams could overpower them. They've got more size this year. Um, their defensive coordinator is Pete Carpino, is a guy who's been a head coach at Oak Grove and at Raytown, been around a long time. It was a, co- a defensive coordinator at Blue Springs. Uh, he's, got a, he's a really good uh, guy, and, and I think he likes this squad. They've got a good offense. Um, they, they've got a, a very good quarterback too. So, if I don't know if they're necessarily wanting to play these low-scoring games, but they're two and zero doing it. Yeah. So I, I think if they can not get into a track meet with Smithville, I think they like where they're at. That this is going to be. I mean, 
in a conference, the Suburban Blue that's loaded. This is a, this is going to be. I mean, every, there's a lot of great games. I could do a mm-hmm. big three out of that conference every week, yep. just like the EKL. You could pull one out every yep. one or two out every every week. But this is a good early season game. They're, they're in opposite districts. They could. This could be a quarterfinal rematch. You never know how it goes down the line, but uh, definitely a good one right off the bat. Uh, another good one we're anticipating is Blue Springs and Lee Summit North. The uh, the Broncos kind of settled down in week two after dropping a uh, week one game. Yeah, they took care of their business against St. Joe Central, and, and uh, they've they've got to be ready. This is a different Blue Springs team that they beat in overtime last year. Um, a little bit better quarterback oh, yeah, play. Yeah, Wildcats probably had this on uh, circle. They the may. It's the only time Lee Summit North has ever beaten them. So if they win this year, they'd be starting their only winning streak they've ever had. Just winning streak. Their winning yeah. streak. Well, I don't know. Soren Petra might tell you two is, is not it, a winning streak. Three? If okay. Three's a spurt. Four's a streak. Okay, nice. <laughs> I spend way too much time listening to that show. Uh, so, um, but, no, they, uh, they definitely have got to be ready to go. Uh, like I said, Blue Springs quarterback play is better. You know, you, you think that there might be a little bit of letdown coming off the Rockers game, but I think everybody in that Blue Springs remembers last year's game mm-hmm. and having a two-point conversion try not go their way to win that game. Um, so, I, I, you know, this is this is going to tell a lot about Lee Summit North, I yeah. think. I think we're going to find out, you know, they they came into the season and out of last season as a team that people said, hey, this is a program now. They're building things. They're, they're, they can hang with the, the big guys. Well, this is, the, this is the test right here. You've got Blue Springs at your place. They're coming off a big win. Um, they're a good football team. They're a better football team than the one you beat last year. Can you take that next step? And I think it's going to be a great game. I think that it's going to be a good matchup of styles. Uh, so it's a it's a big spot. Now, if you're Lee Summit North and you don't win this game, that doesn't mean you're not going anywhere. Just get better. I mean, you know, just find your way to the suburban gold. Yeah. Stay healthy and, and be there at the end. Uh, all right. Speaking of uh, good teams and big games here, Park Hill and Liberty North. This is a sneaky good <laughs> power game here. I hope I, I hope it's on enough people's radars because. These are two really good teams. Yeah, and and I I can sense out of both those programs, unintentionally, people not necessarily trying to be snarky and on Twitter and on Facebook, um, but they're really proud of their teams. I'll leave it that way. Each week I do a a, a ranked team result, mm-hmm. and I put those out, and so that you can see how the ranked teams did. I usually put that out on Sundays. And someone on Facebook is like, how is Columbia Rockbridge at 0-2 ranked ahead? I'm like, well, the new rankings don't come out till tomorrow, so these are last weeks. And, and they're like, oh, okay, sorry. <laughs> and, and so, you know, there's there's a lot of pride in those teams, and they should be prideful. These are two very solid football teams playing very well, off to good starts. Um, you know, two good coaches and coaching staffs. And and really, for one of them, this is a – anytime you're playing somebody, for Liberty North, they're not in the conference with Park Hill, but they're in the district. Anytime you play someone in your district mm-hmm. – you want to get that win head-to-head because if you end up next to them you're behind them, you automatically get to jump that spot. Yep. Sometimes that helps, sometimes it doesn't, depending on where you end up. But you want to get that head-to-head win if you're Liberty North and Park Hill, for that matter. And it's a great non-conference game. They're both playing well. They're both healthy. The defense of, of Park Hill is outstanding. Liberty North has been scoring like crazy. I mean, they, they, I mean, they only scored 23 against Lee Summit North, but that was a good win for them. they got good running backs, a smart quarterback. Their defense has been playing well. I mean, they held Lee Summit North to twenty-one points. So, it's uh, there's some there's some players in this game, and you know Jalen Noel from Park Hill, their outstanding receiver, and across Johnny Wilson and, and James Gore on the defensive line. Uh, yeah, it's a it's a this is this is one of those we may mm-hmm. look back and say this could be a district yeah. championship preview, uh, and one of these teams who knows could play in the state championship. Um, 
What about this game? I'm going to expand it to like a big <laughs> four, okay? Not just big three. Uh, it's a 30 minute the Remix show. isn't going to give you any here. more money. No, they're not. No. That is a, the you does, you the more good. games equals the bigger <laughs> check, right? And I don't get it. They're great people. Remix. They're great people. Yeah, but, uh, but, uh, all right. Yeah. Share some of that. Take me out to lunch some of that. <laughs> any, any time here. All right. So Ray Peck at 2 and 0 goes to Rockers. Do, do the Ray Peckers have a chance in this one? Well, and we're covering this game. Cole Young uh, covered Ray Peck against Blue Spring South last week. And they really jumped all over Blue Spring South. And it looked closer than it was. South got their their ones out there against the twos. I think Ray Peck's got a shot here. Um, the one thing that's good about Ray Peck is this is not the first year they played him in the regular season. They played him in the playoffs a bunch. You know, the old district system. I guess that's technically the playoffs or the district system where we're in the playoffs. They played him a bunch. They've been playing the regular season now. This is the fourth straight year. Um this is a chance. Now, that being said, you don't want to play Rockers coming off a tough loss. They're going to be focused and ready to go. Uh, I think it's a great game. And this is another – we talk about you're not in a conference together, but you're in a district, and that head-to-head matchup could be huge. Yeah. And, you know, Ray Peck is, is a big team, and they've got good quarterback play this year, and they've got some good running backs and stuff. So that, they definitely have – they've jumped out on both games they've played and just waxed them. They waxed Park Hill South the first week. I heard maybe Park Hill South wasn't very good, but they bounced back and beat Platte County last week with a big comeback. They, they get on top of Blue Spring South and just kind of keep their arm on them and mm-hmm. keep them away at the end there. And, and Blue Spring South going out and did things that you want to do if you're a soon-to-be 0-2 team. Get your ones out there. Get some confidence. Get some things going. And so uh, this is another game on the Missouri side. There's some – you're in Class 6 on the Missouri side. This, the, the last few years, but I think even, even more this year, it is so deep because Ray Peck was an 8 seed last year. Mm-hmm. And we're talking about them maybe this year going to – to Rockhurst and having a chance to win. So, I mean, I, yeah, I don't know who's going to be the eight seed in that district with all those teams. I mean, you could have a team that has four or five wins being eight seed, yeah. and, and that one seed not, better not feel comfortable. Yeah. Uh, another – a fourth game on the Kansas side, too. I'm expanding on the uh, on the Kansas side. We, we, we touched on it. Bishop Miege at, uh, at Blue Valley West. Blue, Blue Valley West, a big win in week one. They have a ton of seniors. They have a lot of size. This game's at West, or I guess probably at Blue Valley Northwest. Uh, yeah, the, the DAC. Field, the, the DAC. The uh, BB DAC. And then Bishop Miege. Are, are they mortal this year? Because they, they, they beat a Graham Mertzless Blue Valley North team, but only only by seven. Is this is this the year where a couple teams – last year Aquinas got them, but yeah. a couple teams in the EKL can I, jump up and bite them? Well, I think so. They've, they're replacing some key guys on the offensive line, and, and you know, that'll take a while to come together. And, and their talent pool may not be as deep as when they had, you know, three or four D1 guys uh, on, that, on that group. But I think it says a lot more about the teams around them. Uh, Blue Valley North is is didn't take as big a step back I think as some people mm-hmm. thought they would uh, and they came out and played well they were up they were down early in that game fourteen twenty to nothing so it was they but they rallied um, and Blue Valley West you saw the tailback last week Riley Cummings man two hundred and fifteen two hundred twenty pounds six two big big dude I mean they've got and they and their passing game is good uh, I think the middle class of the EKL is pretty good and we yeah. talked about St James we talked about Mill Valley and <clears throat> Blue Valley West and. Uh, I mean, I think they're right there. So the the Aquinas's and the and the Miages are not going to have that. Mm-hmm. They don't have those. And this sounds bad. Weeks weeks off that they've had in the past. Yeah. I mean, there's a couple teams. Blue Valley Northwest and Blue Valley Southwest have struggled the last couple of years. But this is a great. I think it's a great game. We'll be covering it. <laughs> there's no doubt about that. And uh, even though it's not a big three game, we're we're going to try to get some coverage there. And uh, I think it's going to be a fun one. Yeah, can't wait. Uh, Friday night uh, on PrepsKC.com. Check it out. Um, check it out on Forty One Action News at ten o'clock, ten twenty or so. Whenever the sports start, uh, starts, we'll have uh, 
Several games for you, highlights from around the metro area, 41 Action News. And, of course, the ticker. We're going to try to speed it up. We got, <laughs> what did we get? We had 47, 47. games now, last week out was of, the, like, 70. Yeah, last week was – it's yeah. It's funny. I used to always count, and I'd just do it some weeks. And then we are, our new web designer this year, when he put our schedules page in, it now shows you how many games each week that we have on our schedule, <laughs> which is interesting. It's fun. Um, and and so – But we have Thursday games. We have Thursday games. Week, with last week, last week was the rare week. In the 10 years that we've been doing this, there were no Thursday games and there were no Saturday games. Mm -hmm. Saturday games are less than they used to be since the Kansas City-Missouri school district has home stadiums Mm -hmm. because everybody has a home stadium. Kansas City Central has a home stadium, but they have to play at home on Saturdays because they have no lights or press box. Um, But that was the only time. But usually there's some Thursday games. Even in the first week of the season, there's some Thursday games. There's a lot of Thursday games this week. Yeah, there's there's four four four, Thursday games this week. And those are fun too, because on the you, Kansas side, yeah, yeah. those are fun because you can get out and do that. That's the, the other thing too is the Thursday game went away on the Missouri side because you know, like Raytown South got a stadium, mm-hmm. and all these places have gotten stadiums now, and um, so that's good to see. But uh, no, it, this week won't be quite as much. I think it's maybe fifty-eight, but we got through forty-seven of seventy-three last week. I was counting those, but we'll speed that ticker up and, yeah, we'll and get it going. And, and you can always go to prepscasey.com yeah. on your phone anywhere you go, and and we've got all those all those scores there for you and. Uh, last week we, I mean, I think we were pretty well done by ten fifteen. All scores were in, and yep. and that sometimes you know sometimes those late scores it's tough to get a a final out of some people, yep. and and we have to kind of hunt them down a little bit. But we get those in and 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 get them all done. But uh, no, it's fun. It was a fun Friday night last yep. week, and, and a lot of great games. Also check out Roku, the Forty One Action News app on Roku and other streaming devices where you can uh, check out our platform, and you'll be able to see the highlights that we have from Friday night, plus a handful of highlights that uh, Dion and his game. Uh, get as well so we compile them there we'll have them for you yep. usually late Saturday morning uh, seven or eight uh, games in case you missed uh, what's going on 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 Friday nights what else just another great week and uh, you know we've got our radio show too and our podcast it's on our site on our our SoundCloud site so we've got that as well as this podcast and we have a lot of great guests on that you know a lot of coaches uh, podcasting as well so you know just any way you want to be able to consume high school football whether it's yep. sitting down and reading uh, whenever I put out the, the uh, rankings each week for Missouri, I do a video, and then I do the uh, I put the list down. I said for mm-hmm. those people who still like reading the list, I've had plenty of people on Twitter go, ah, "That's funny, I like that." <laughs> so that's you know, there's two people on Twitter think I'm funny. So take that to the bank right there. I'm going to quit this and it's double my amount. Thanks, mom. I've got uh, I've got, I've got <laughs> one big fan out there. Well, that's that's not on top of the people who you know call me names. Uh, they they kind of cancel each other out. If, you, if, you, if nobody's calling you names, you're not on Twitter. That's, <laughs> that's how that works. All right, Dion. Thanks for the time. We appreciate it. Thanks to you for listening as well. This has been Snap Tackle Pod. Oh.